Good morning. This is James with 77 Financial Group. You're listening to 15 Minutes of Finance, or in the next 15 minutes, I bet I can get you excited about investing. Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. Happy Tuesday, everybody out there. It's the 15th of November. We're done with elections. Stock market's moving up. There's a bunch of news. Let's cover it. Uh, Real quick, guys, we got our term of the day, which is actually going to be a business of the day, I guess is what you would you would call it. Uh, but if you guys listen to the show, you know I am a big fan of following the money. And the person with the best investing history is Warren Buffett. So he's got all the money. Um, and the term of the day is Berkshire Hathaway. And so that is his company, okay? When you hear Berkshire Hathaway, kind of a weirder name, right? But think Warren Buffett. And okay, so Berkshire Hathaway, guys, that is the world's most expensive stock. And I think it's $25,000. Let me look it up real quick. But Berkshire Hathaway, guys, it's his company. They do insurance, transportation, uh, energy. Um, They buy a bunch of stocks. That's really where I would say their value is for for us as um, individual investors is they buy tons and tons of stocks and he's good at it as we know warren buffett's sort of the investment godfather right so if berkshire hathaway does something i pay attention and then i tell you guys and then hopefully you pay attention and we'll talk about that later today that's part of uh, our news cycle but i wanted you to know that berkshire hathaway so you can just one day if you're bored oh, i wonder what warren buffett's go- or warren buffett's investing in let me google it and then boom you have it right there Okay, so Berkshire is at an astounding $472,655. It's so big, they don't even show the uh, pennies on the place. So on the placeholder, they just go to the dollar, which is crazy to me. Uh, So think about that. Basically half a million dollars, that is one stock. And the reason Warren did it that way is because he didn't want there to be short-term trading. He wants long-term holds. Just like we do here with 77, uh, we like long-term holds. Anybody trying to make short-term trades, 95% of the time you lose money. So you have to bet really, really big on the 5% to even make even, okay? To even break even. Uh, and we don't we don't like that. We trust the system here. Okay, Berkshire Hathaway, that's your term of the day. What is happening in the news? Uh, U.S. stock futures are on the rise as fresh inflation data showed producer prices rose less than expected last month. And as retail earnings came into a better than projected, Walmart raised its outlook as grocery purchases boosted sales, sending shares up over 7% in pre-market trading. Home Depot posted higher revenues than analysts expected. Uh, The Bureau of Labor Statistics raised its PPI, Producer Price Index, for October, showing prices rose 0.2% last month at the same pace as in September, but less than 0.4% than economists expected. The index was up 8% from a year ago, down from an annual rate of 8.4% the month before. The core rate, which excludes volatile food and energy prices, also rose at the same rate as the month before at 0.2% and was up 5.4% year over year, easing from 5.6% in September. Stocks fell yesterday after last week's big gains, led by declines in real estate and financial stocks as Fed officials gave conflicting statements on whether the central bank would ease monetary monetary tightening. The Dow fell 0.6%, the S&P declined 0.9%, and the Nasdaq lost 1.1%. Treasury yields rose. The yield on the 10-year Treasury note is now 3.79, while the 2-year note yields 4.4%. 
Oil prices oil prices slipped as OPEC cut its demand forecast and COVID-19 cases rose in China. Light sweet crude is now 85.31 a barrel. Um, okay, guys, really quickly. So just something I wanted to touch on. So I, I think I, yeah, where is it? Let me see in here in my notes. Yeah, so stocks fell yesterday after last week's big gains. Okay, so that doesn't do it justice. I haven't seen in my whatever, seven years of studying and of studying the market and doing this investment job, this financial planning, financial advising job. I can't think of a time where I looked at the history of the stock market, the year over year return, or even day by day return and seen so much volatility. I mean, we're talking last week, one, one day, I think it was Thursday. It went up 5.5%. I mean, that, that is, that's, that is absurd. The countries, the S&P 500, the 500 biggest companies in the country grew by 5% as far as their value goes. Obviously, it's not that simple, but just on a relatively bird's eye view, that's pretty insane. And then there are days where it goes down 4%. That volatility, we've been talking about that for months. Okay, We've, we've been saying for months that's how it's going to be. And hopefully, I would say maybe middle of next Maybe next quarter, so Q1 2023, we'll start to see some slowdown of that volatility. But I'm expecting it. I'm expecting the ride to continue and for there just to be volatility. Uh, so nothing new, just in my you know, short career so far, or even just studying the stock market since its inception, I don't know if there's really been this kind of volatility. It's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. Uh, okay, let's look at some headlines really quickly. Didn't quite make it to the story, but made it into the headlines here. Uh, Home Depot sales rose 5.6% in the third quarter as higher prices offset slowdown in transactions. Walmart announced an agreement to 3.1 billion nationwide opioid settlement framework. Uh, The retailer said it would provide significant aid to communities across the country in the fight against the opioid crisis and could resolve opioid opioid lawsuits by state, local, and tribal governments if conditions are satisfied. Amazon is reportedly planning on laying off around 10,000 employees in corporate and technology roles beginning this week. The cuts represent around 3% of Amazon's corporate staff. That's a big chunk of their, of their staff. Uh, the metaverse's contribution to Asia economies could be up one could be up to 1.4 trillion dollars per year by 2035. Uh, that's a pretty that's intense to me, especially because uh, the metaverse has lost so much money thus far for uh, Meta, Facebook, all those companies doing it. They've lost trillions of dollars, I believe, so far. So if they can lose trillions now, but then in you know, 10, 12 years, they're able to make $1.5 trillion a year, that's a, pretty good, that's a pretty good estimate right there. There'll be some money definitely invested into that. Okay, and my favorite headline today is Bed Bath & Beyond, ticker symbol BBBY, shares fell about 5% as the retailer said it plans to issue stocks to pay off debt. The retailer said it would issue 11.7 million shares to pay off some holders of its bonds. Okay, so why is this my favorite? I There are companies, guys, blue chip stocks, and this is... Hold on, let me let me back up real quick. If you guys know uh, Kodiak or Xerox, okay, these are some bigger companies that in the... 70s, 80s, 90s, I think, they were very successful. Okay, obviously they fell off the map. So they they obviously they obviously became unsuccessful or had to change their business model completely. They were still a blue chip company. Okay. Bed Bath and Beyond 100% is a blue chip 
good company. But with Amazon and these uh, delivery services and e-commerce going on, their in-store model is sort of going out of style, I would say. So I like this just because it is a reliable company. And everybody knows you can't really tell a candle or a soap or uh, shampoo or whatever it is, or a towel's softness. You can't do that stuff online. So there is value in Bed Bath & Beyond in their model. I just think it's it's shrinking in its value. So with these stocks, are they going to go on sale? I do think that these are probably going to be uh, a good buy and hold situations. Bed Bath & Beyond, I'll probably buy some. I'm not talking much. Maybe I'll buy 500 bucks worth or something. Not, nothing, nothing that big. But hold it for 10 years and just see what happens. I mean, if you've ever been in a Bed Bath & Beyond, one, I've never been in one where they weren't busy. It's 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 honestly kind of miserable. I feel like I haven't rushed every time I try to smell a candle. Listen, if I'm in Bed Bath & Beyond, I want to take my time and I want to smell the forest wintergreen candle. Then I want to go smell the birthday cake candle. Okay, And then I want French vanilla cinnamon pumpkin gingerbread house candle okay i want to be able to do my thing take my time uh so i mean that's just my history being in there that's usually really busy so yeah i think i'll probably spend a little you know spend a couple bucks there but it it's 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 a buy and hold for me i think it's an interesting interesting situation that they're going to be issuing stock i like that method way better than borrowing money way better than borrowing money okay we got five minutes left let's go to the big number and we are back to our term of the day. Do you guys remember what it was? What was the term of the day? That's right. Berkshire Hathaway. Okay, so let me read this number. This is about Warren here. So let's get into this. So $9 billion, That's the big number. In a volatile market, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway has been a big buyer of stocks. According to the latest 13F filings, Berkshire bought $9 billion in stock in the third quarter. Roughly a third of that money went to, towards buying up shares of energy companies including Occidental Petroleum and Chevron. Uh, tickers are OXY and CVX. Shares of semiconductor maker TSMC, ticker TSM, jumped 6.4% after Berkshire said it now has $4.1 billion stakes in the company, making a new position for Buffett's firm. Paramount Global, P-A-R-A, ticker, shares also rode over 3% in pre-market trading after Berkshire said it had increased its holding in the company to 1.7%. Okay, so there are other companies here mentioned, but I just want to talk mainly about... Uh, the method behind this, and then also the energy companies. Okay, so we follow Warren Buffett because he's the money, and we follow the money. Got it. Okay, if big money is investing in certain things, then why wouldn't you invest in certain things? Okay, obviously we don't have $9 billion to just throw into you know oil companies, but you probably do got a thousand bucks. You probably do have that. Right. And these are things if you hold for 10, 15, 20 years, you know, that's Warren's philosophy. Hold for the long term. Okay. The ups and downs of this market is cyclical. It's a good thing. I know it doesn't feel it in the moment, but it's just like working out. Okay. If you're consistent, if you're consistent, even though it stinks, if you just do it, you will reap the benefits. And it's usually exponentially, exponentially rewarding compared to if you just kept it in cash. If you just didn't do it, right? Um, so please keep that in mind. If you guys don't have an advisor, look one up. Okay. Look for a fiduciary. Look for someone who has a CFP designation. Uh, look for someone who's not going to sell you stuff. Okay. Annuities, life insurance, 
those types of things, those should be secondary. Okay. They should hear what you want and then they should advise you. You're looking for an advisor that works with you over 10, 20, 30 years, not someone who sells you a product. Okay. A lot of these advisors these days sell products and that's not how I run my business. And that's not how any of the advisors that I want you to be working with. Okay. Uh, all right, let's talk really quickly about these energy companies. So we all know here at 77, we like NIO, N-I-O. That is an electric car company. Yes, it's Chinese. Yes, I know that that's turned some heads. Why invest in Chinese companies? They're immoral. Just hear me out, okay? Electric, electric car companies are going to happen no matter what. They are going to happen no matter what. And if you can make money off of something that is inevitable, I really think you need to decide where your morality is, okay? I don't agree with China on everything, but NEO, which is not run by the government, I think they have very little subsidized funds from the government. Now, China might eventually want to use NEO just because the cars are so great, but right now, it's not a government-run thing, okay? So, big fan of the private company NEO, big fan of that, uh, but why is... So we're, we're electric car here. We like that, but we got Warren Buffett investing in these oil companies. Okay. So isn't that kind of contradictory? James likes Warren Buffett, but yet he likes Neo. Yes and no. So it's going, even if it's detrimental to, um, the economy or to short-term funds, people are going to go electric. It's just being forced that way. However, and this is really wise of Warren Buffett. He knows, he knows that it's going to, like in California a couple weeks ago, the whole grid shut down because there's too many electric vehicles. They're like, hey, don't charge your vehicle. If you charge it, the whole system's going to break. Okay. So people were like, okay, well, I guess I can't go to work. This literally happened in California. You guys can, you guys can Google this. Uh, electric grid shuts down in California. People told not to charge their cars. Pretty wild. Uh, so the whole thing with that is, is where, if this is going to be on a big scale, if we're going to have electric vehicles all over the world, where does this energy come from? And a lot of people don't have this you know, thought process in their head. They just think, oh, I plug it in and electricity comes. That electricity comes from somewhere. Okay. And it's going to come from two places, either oil, or, which is what we're trying to get away from in the first place. Okay. Or coal. And a lot of people don't like coal. It's supposed to be really bad for the environment. Worse than fracking is and, and, and gather the way we gather oil. So what he's doing by investing in these oil companies is saying, hey, look, I know that this is going to be happening here. I know oil is going to be in a high demand. He also knows inflation is, is going to rise the price of oil. And I think it's a brilliant move. I'm a big fan of, of British Petroleum and Exxon. I'm going to look into Chevron right now in Occidental Petroleum just because Warren is. But I'm a huge fan of oil companies right now, too, because a lot of them give dividends. Not all of them give great ones, but a lot of them give dividends. And that is a, mm, I don't want to say it's not a growth. Well, okay, so a dividend, guys, means that you just get a portion of cash or new stock every year. Sometimes it's monthly, but every year. So if you own 10, if you own 10 um, uh, Exxons, maybe they, they give 7 away every year. Okay. Maybe they give four away every year. So now every year, instead of having 10, you have 14 and then maybe you have 18. And over time you just have like this larger bucket of these stocks and thus you have more money. So it's a way of growing without actually, 
uh, growing in the value of the cost of the stock. Like a normal stock would say, oh, we're $10, we're going to be $15 in a year, right? But you still only have one stock. So that's why dividends are interesting. I know that was a botched explanation. I'm sorry. I'm being rushed by the time here. Uh, But I think that dividend stocks right now are a great investment and oil is a great look. So those are things that I'm looking at. I'm having these conversations with my clients and we're looking at a lot of these oil companies. OXY and CVX will definitely be in the conversation and I recommend you guys do that too. And look, if you don't have an advisor, reach out to me, okay? If we're a good fit together to work, I have parameters of what I'm looking for in clients, but if we're a good fit, I'm more than happy to help you, okay? More than happy to help you, and if we're not a good fit, I will point you in the right direction, I promise, okay? I I can't promise you much, but I can promise you that. I will do right by you, and I'll put an advisor in front of you that will do the same thing. Uh, Guys, that is it for today. We are all out of time, so as as early, as always, invest early, invest often. We will see you next time. Have a good one.